0: Hello, Victoria. How are you?
1: Hi, I'm really, really good. Thank you. You all right?
0: Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not bad at all. Thank you. Things have been good. I've had a little bit of a break, actually. I went away to lovely Cumbria and then to lovely North Yorkshire, um, where everything was lovely. So, yes, not complaining at all. And it didn't That's piss down. That's not what we want to hear on a true time. crime podcast. It didn't piss down the entire time. So, I'm happy. I've got a little bit of sunshine.
1: Oh, well, it's all been different here in Devon. One second, beautiful sunshine and warnings of intense weather. I mean, heat. And the next second, drenched in rain. Did you get lovely? Mm, I got really badly... You know when you don't expect it? I got badly burnt when I took my daughter to a beach about a couple of months ago. And actually, I've never had such bad sunburn. Oh, dear. I'm sorry to hear that. It's because when you've got little ones, you're bending over a lot. And so. it hits the top of your shoulders there.
0: Oh, is that where you were peeling?
1: I was very appealing.
0: <laughs> your shoulders weren't very appealing, by the sound of it. They
1: thing. really were. They they were rather a peeling.
0: <laughs> well, I I the, the perennial danger for the bald man is getting a bit too much sun on the old pate. So I always put sunscreen on there. But apart, from you want to get ahead, Ben. <laughs> get a pate. What?
1: Get a hat, you woolly. <laughs>
0: Do Americans say Wally? I haven't got a clue. No, no, they say. um, Don't they say doofus?
1: Doofus or
0: douchebag?
1: Goofy, goofy.
0: No, doofus, D-U-F-U-S, and then douchebag.
1: But they do say goofing around, don't you guys?
0: They they do goof around. That's true. Goof. Do we goof? Well, we skylark. We lark around.
1: Skylark. You really do live in a. Hang on. Who's that (laughs) author? Jerome, Jerome,
0: Jerome K. Jerome.
1: No, who's the one that you like?
0: P.G. Woodhouse.
1: P.G. Woodhouse. You, you live in a P.G. in your head. You live I, in a P.G. Woodhouse it's novel.
0: Tally ho, old chap! I think I probably do live in a bit of a P.G. Woodhouse world.
1: You do. It's all up the punt.
0: Oh. <laughs> it certainly. Is. I love Talking
1: of punt. which, Depp. Oh.
0: Depp. Yes. This, so, what are we going to talk about? This is um, you didn't let me finish. Podcaster. Uh, I'm Ben Ando. I'm a former BBC news correspondent, and crime reporter. You are.
1: I am me, Victoria Mitzi. I'm a journalist and good time girl. Uh, good t- Devonshire Lass.
0: Doesn't good time girls sound a little bit sort of Ghislaine Maxwell?
1: Oh, I don't know if you could describe her as that. shes I think good time girls don't have to be on the run. She was on the run, wasn't she?
0: Yeah, but I think, wasn't she the kind of Accused of procuring good time girls, shall we say? Is that that...
1: called good time? I I don't don't know. know. They didn't seem very happy, did they? (laughs) They
0: certainly didn't. It wasn't a very happy ending for them. Um, Anyway, (laughs) we're going to come back to that. So, we're going to talk today about Johnny Depp and the end of the, at least the end of the proceedings in court. Um, We're going to talk about that and have a bit of uh, fun there. And then we're also going to talk about the latest in the whole Jeffrey uh, Epstein, Prince Andrew, um, Ghislaine Maxwell uh, thing. Have a couple of little things. Can I pick you up on
1: pronunciation? If someone's sitting there cringing. Yes, Epstein. Of course
0: you, Epstein, yes, 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 of course.
1: Ghislaine.
0: Yeah, but we we, we like Ghislaine, though, don't we? You
1: do. You can stay with that. All but right. I'm not going to irritate people. Uh, that's <laughs> your job. Thank you, everyone, for providing us with a lot of joy so far. Because we've had some wonderful feedback. And there are loads of your bums on our seat at the moment. I don't Ooh, know if that'll translate into American.
0: I don't think it sounds very good on the radio.
1: <laughs> you said something in the last podcast that captured people's attention. You went... You went... At one point. You went... If if you don't want to listen to gore and blood and all the rest of it, then... You made a noise like that. Did I? Yeah, that was in your disclaimer.
0: <laughs> My disclaimer is I might make noises.
1: You were making lots of noises last time. Okay. You're a noisy beast, Ando.
0: A <laughs> noisy bear.
1: <laughs> oh, and we'll be talking about Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein and all that jazz, won't we? Because it's come up back into the news, hasn't it, Ben? Don't
0: forget Prince Andrew.
1: And actually, I need a bit of an explainer from you. And you've been doing that for about 500 years. So you're really yeah. good at explaining stuff. And then, of course, we'll talk, um, we'll talk about our friends, friends of the podcast, and a little bit of further exclusive from a murder detective To to come up quite okay. All right. So what what have you thought about all the depth stuff? I thought it's it was sort of trailing out because we heard from the exciting witnesses, and then it all resurged again, didn't it, with her appearing outside court?
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's it's just it's been kind of the the legal gift that keeps on giving, and there's a lot to talk about. I mean, I know you've prepared a few little clips that. We'll set the scene for this, and then we can have a chat about as we sort of assess the evidence that's been heard, what's been said, and and I don't know, maybe look ahead and sort of think think about what the judge will do when he tries to, to make his judgments in a, in a, in, a, in a few months' time.
1: I want to crowbar in some of my social analysis. Oh God! Okay. I know you can look forward to that one. Can as regular listeners to You Didn't Let Me Finish podcast will know we've been keeping you up to date with one of the most high-profile celebrity libel cases of the century, really, haven't we?
0: We have, and so Johnny Depp is suing The Sun's publisher, Newsgroup Newspapers, for libel. And this is over a story from 2018 in which the tabloid paper accused him of beating up ex-wife and actress Amber Heard. He's always denied it.
1: Well, all the evidence is now in... And the judge will come back with his decision in a few months.
0: We did and we shared all the news from the courtroom at the High Court and we had an exclusive interview with Nick Wallace and he'd been live tweeting the case um, from inside court. Here are a few highlights.
1: Remember how um, early on Amber Heard referred to the recording she'd made of an argument between her and Johnny Depp? Well, the audio also included her... Denying punching Depp,
0: I said no. T- tell them what just happened. And I lied. And that you punched me in the you're fucking right. thing and you, you st- figured in it the out. face. And you said, "No fucking no, I didn't." What the fuck are you talking about? And I, I watched didn't punch you, you lie. And then I, I didn't si- punch you. And then by the way, you.
1: I'm sorry that I didn't
0: uh, you, uh, uh, hit you me.
1: across the face in a proper slap. But I was hitting you. It was not punching you, babe. You're not punched.
0: Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You know, even a lot of fights have been around a long time. You know, I know. Yeah, no, I, when you fucking have a closed fist. You get punched. You got hit. I'm sorry, I hit you like
1: this, but I did not punch you. I did not fucking deck you. I fucking was hitting you. You can't. I don't know deck what
0: the motion of my actual
1: hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you.
0: Well, from the start, it seemed like public opinion was on Johnny Depp's side. And it wasn't just his fans, his ex-fiancee Winona Ryder um, was expected to give evidence and that made big news on ABC's Good Morning America. This morning, Winona Ryder's
1: is calling her old friend and one-time fiance, Johnny Depp, a really good man. Ryder coming to her ex's defense as Depp is suing the publisher of The Sun over an article that called him a wife-beater, something The Sun says is accurate and Depp denies. In a statement obtained by the BBC, Ryder says she cannot wrap her head around the allegations. Adding, I do not want to call anyone a liar, but from my experience of Johnny, it is impossible to believe that such horrific allegations are true. And just when you thought there could be no more surprises, a video emerged suggesting that Amber Heard had beaten up her own sister, Whitney. Yeah. Did you get in a fight or
0: something? Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> got into an altercation. Oh, I already talked about. It. I won't talk about it anymore. I can't believe Amber beat your ass. I know you could beat her ass. We're not going to talk it. about that. Oh, Whitney, truth or dare? Okay, did you really start the fight with your sister, or did she start it? For real, for real, for real. Yes. We're not going to talk it. about that. Oh, she yes. really did whoop your butt. Help. Oh, Where We're not glass talking glass? about don't it. Yeah, I'm do done. I guess I'm done talking about I it.
0: Don't yeah. ask And then on the last day of the hearing there were still large numbers of Johnny Depp fans outside the court and he sent a personal message to them and this woman told ITV News what it said. It's
1: a note from Johnny that says, my sincere thanks. I've always been a massive fan of him. If anything it's made me like him more. Yeah. This case has put high profile celebrities on the front page for all the wrong reasons. We don't know what the outcomes will be, but... Love her or hate her, there's no question. It's been a gruelling few weeks for Amber Heard. She spoke about that as she left court. It has been incredibly painful to relive the breakup of my relationship and the most traumatic and intimate details of my life with Johnny, shared in court and broadcast to the entire world. And if you've got any strong thoughts on this one way or another, do let us know by email. You didn't let me finish podcast at com, or on our Twitter at YDLMF podcast. That's it.
0: That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it has been a, a sort of a, a, a trial with ins and outs and ups and downs. It's all as it's you can exactly hear from the audio, expect. really. Yeah, totally. And um, I mean, some of the things as well about the the, I mean, I think there's lots of things to talk about. We'll come on to talk about, I'm sure, what are the things that the judge will be thinking when he comes to make his ruling? Obviously, we don't know what that's going to be. But, you know, we've both covered court cases and I think we can both, you know, speculate because this isn't news. This is pure speculation. We can speculate happily about what might happen. But I think some of the things that got me are this are the, the overriding sense here that these are people who live in a world of delusional play. They're, they are actors, not just when they're on set, but they appear to be actors in every part of their lives as well, insofar as I mean, they had this rental house in Australia, and it seems to be perfectly normal for Johnny Depp to write things on the wall in his blood, and Amber heard.: Well, gave no one evidence. said that was normal. Well, I get the sense that it's it's kind of normal for them. This is right. This is the sense that I got. There was there was food smeared on on the doors. There was some writing on all window on the mirrors and on the walls. Um, there was broken glass. There was blood dripping. Um, Amber Heard had claimed that Johnny Depp at this house had tried to set fire to the sofa, had smashed the TV, and urinated on the furniture. I mean, you know, TVs being smashed up—that's what you associate do that in your with house? <laughs> Only accidentally from time to time, but that's a what... little bit of whittle. <laughs> Whoops! Exactly. I mean, that's the kind of thing you associate with. I don't know, The Who in the 1970s and Keith Moon. Oh, a bit of driving...
1: wee! I associate it with being postnatal.
0: <laughs> driving Rolls Royces into swimming pools, you know. or, 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 oh or God, enlar- you've got
1: very different idea of or, wee or accidents
0: with, to me. <laughs> with, with, with an enlarged... No, I'm not associating the wee with the Rolls Royce or, or even the swimming pool. I mean, okay, the, the, the wee might be associated with being postnatal or having an enlarged prostate. I don't know. But the boy... The oh, being, sorry,
1: I left out the prostate gang. <laughs> so this is this house
0: it. of horrors. This is sorry, it say was again. Described as the house of horrors where they lived, and the the other oh, big really? thing, of course, I thought was that like,
1: was Rose and Fred.
0: Yeah, well, the, the, the traditional house of horrors is Rose and Fred, but this is the new house of horrors, which is um, Amber and Depp, or Amber and Johnny. Where, there really
1: um, should be an acronym. What? what are you,
0: uh, well, I mean... Like Brangelina. Do you remember? Well, Brangelina is, what is it going to be? Um, John Amber, or Amberney, or Depperd. Mm. Depperd. Mm. That sounds like a, a really shit big cat, a Depperd. I've just seen a Depperd.
1: Depp Turd hmm. Depp.
0: Depp Turd Oh it's Amber Turd I forgot Of course it is It's always going to be turd. Amber Turd From now on
1: The Turdy Trial
0: And that was And that was the big thing of course Was the fact that You know Johnny Depp goes upstairs And finds a shit in his bed And he hadn't even had Teenage burglars round um, He reckoned it was Amber Or her friends She said it was the dogs He said the dogs Were too small Because obviously little Is not d- that the oldest
1: trick in the book My friend went into the garden And did a poo When she was about Three or four And she blamed it on the dog
0: well, who wouldn't? I mean, there was that old, that old film with um, Dudley Moran, wasn't it? Um, ten, when um, the old maid walks in to, 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 to give him some coffee or something and lets out a massive fart. And <laughs> he tells off the dog and says, we always blame the dog when what's-her-face farts.
1: I need to get a dog.
0: <laughs> so that you, you've got somebody to blame when you fart?
1: <laughs> Shit in places.
0: Old farty mitts. <laughs>
1: Farty pants, Johnny fart pants. <laughs>
0: Johnny fart pants. <laughs> Johnny fart pants. I, I was, uh, sorry, he was a character in Viz, wasn't he? Pop.
1: If you're listening from Nigeria or from the Philippines or wherever all our delightful, delicious listeners listen from, then you really have to Google Viz, V I Z, as you'd say.
0: Johnny Fart Pants was always always had the deluded idea that somehow his his farting could sort of get his friends or himself out of these various scrapes, but of course they couldn't. At the well, end just, he just was a, a just flatulent a, youth.
1: I just had a fantastic idea for what we should nickname the trial. Go on. Johnny and Amber Fart Pants. <laughs> Johnny and
0: Amber Fart Pants. That's good. Or
1: well uh, uh, or, or, that's the or, name that's the podcast title as well. All sorted. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, Johnny and Amber bed shitters. <laughs> but the thing is, so, so. <laughs>
1: what well, I'm but, really but sad. But these, that these are so the great details
0: in this. So she blamed the turd on the couple's Yorkshire terriers, but uh, he said they're too small to jump on the bed or even leave. Have such you seen a photos of it? He cl- he demanded apparently a DNA ben. test. What? <laughs> Did you see a photo of it? I saw a photo where it had been smudged out or, like, obscured.
1: Oh, I saw one and it looked like... mm, What did it look like? It looked like a sort of small piece of mud. uh, Not small piece of mud. Like, as you'd imagine, it was about eight centimetres, something like that.
0: Eight centimetres? I don't know. Is that about the same length as a Yorkshire Terrier's lower bowel? I don't know.
1: It made me think, what is the average size of a poo? How I mean, can you some... tell whether it's a human one? or a... I mean, there are ones that, you know, we all know if they're white, they're done by a dog in the 70s. That's
0: about it. I don't know. Well, so this is the point. So he demanded a DNA test so he could prove the faeces came from a human. But one of Amber Heard's friends said uh, in court that he didn't think she could have been responsible because he said uh, she's apparently faecal phobic, whatever that is. She is. is. She has the scat terrors. I don't know what that means.
1: Really? I didn't know that bit.
0: Yeah, she's apparently faecal phobic.
1: Hmm, yes, but people say all sorts of things, don't they? And they tend to be saying all sorts of things at the moment. Um, I, 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 there's a little bit of noise going on in the background, so I do apologise for that. that. That proves that um, this is a recording going on in a live living environment. out at you then in all of this okay obviously the poo element
0: I think well I think in some ways what's jumped out at me is this it, it kind of begs the question about the entire purpose of suing of, of um, taking out a libel action what is the point of it because what's happened here is that the original article was written back in 2016 it a acu- it, it just said in passing that Johnny Depp was a wife beater it made that allegation and that was that. And I think people read it. They didn't read it. I certainly had no no knowledge of it. It appeared in the Sun newspaper, which I don't usually read. And the vast majority of people I don't think would have known it. People who were Johnny Depp fans would have just ignored it. People who weren't Johnny Depp fans would have probably, I don't know, raised an eyebrow and that's about it. He has decided to sue. He clearly thought that was such um, a slight on his reputation, particularly, I suppose, in, in light of his professional and. Uh, Public profile that he needed to sue to show that that was untrue and i 'm thinking i 'm sitting here thinking and bizarrely, although yes, it may be that he wins this libel case, and in in October whenever it is the judge will rule in his favor. We have heard so much about him, so much about his personal life, so much about his marriage that actually i I find myself wondering, Johnny, why the hell didn 't you just let it slide what was what, what have you achieved by suing here other than opening up a vast can of, I don't know, pooey worms.
1: Yes, let the turd slide.
0: Well, quite. Right off those
1: Egyptian knitted cotton sheets.
0: Yeah, a lot of shit was thrown, shall we say. A lot of shit's hit the fan, as What that
1: suggests to me is that Johnny was confident that he would win.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I think everybody goes into a libel case thinking they're going to win. Um, He's, I mean... You know, you, you. Again, it's difficult for you and I to judge because we don't have almost unlimited funds. If we had almost unlimited funds, as I suppose someone, a movie star of Johnny Depp's caliber, probably thinks he has, and certainly, I guess, from the other side, news group newspapers probably have a huge legal fund. Then you have these two: the immovable force meeting the irresistible object, if you like, and you have this legal battle. Most of us would be very cautious because we would think about how much it's going to cost us. I don't think that's top of the, the top of Johnny Depp's mind, but oh, what is at the top of his mind? Presumably, is clearing his name. But the, the thing is, he has—he might have cleared his name. He might—he might yet win this case. He might yet he didn't lose, of course. The judge might find in favour of Newsroom newspapers. Let's not forget that. But even were he to win. I see it as something of a pyrrhic victory given all the details that have come out about his life and the fact that he and his ex-wife have both had to stand in a court throwing mud or indeed poo at each other. In terms of what the judge is going to rule though, of course, this is, this is what we don't know we can speculate about. Now... Because it's a judge as opposed to a jury, we don't need to be too worried about saying something that might influence the judge. I mean, the chance of them listening to this podcast are tiny. Even if they did, they are beyond being influenced by anything we say. So what it comes down to is who the judge is going to have to decide who is the more credible witness, who is the witness who has convinced them the most. Is it Johnny Depp who has maintained throughout that he's not the kind of person who would um, beat up his partner and has brought evidence such as, the evidence of his ex-partners, Vanessa Paradis and Winona Ryder, to say he never beat them up? Or will the judge believe Amber Heard, who has said that she was frightened and terrified and that he would have these mood swings and so on and so forth. And she's brought forth evidence, such as photographs of the the house in Australia where they they shared with broken glass and daubings all over the wall and so on. And the the judge will be assessing all that sort of stuff to decide. In my experience, what judges normally do is, is look to the sort of the middle ground. That's where they sort of think the truth probably lies. They would. They're, he's unlikely to believe every single thing that Johnny Depp said. I suspect he's unlikely to believe every single thing that Amber Heard said. And he will probably come to the view that the truth is somewhere in the middle.
1: Hmm. What I thought was important was the domestic violence aspect and what it's done, because she was... A, uh, Amber Heard has been yeah. known to campaign for humanitarian rights, as has Depp, which is a sort of a bit of a... I mean, I'm going to call it delicious irony for people looking in who aren't fans particularly. Um, I am a fan of Johnny Depp's acting. I think he's a really good actor. But uh, I'm not swayed by any allegiance to him. Looking in quite impartially, some people are saying that Amber Heard is at fault because of the fact that a domestic abuse victim doesn't have to be a woman because i think that's a that's news to quite a lot of people but i think people who are kind of hanging on to that argument for the sake of it are doing the case a disservice in itself because that's been the big thing that i've seen the overriding wave on social media. there's generally been a positive reaction to what we're doing because we are staying impartial, as is Nick Wallace, and people are appreciating that. But I think just to look at things in terms of I'm a Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, Delete as Applicable fan, and therefore, you know, she's an abuse victim because she's a woman, he's an abuse victim because men can be abuse victims, is limited and for that reason i'm even more interested in what the judge is going to come away with when having heard all the evidence i also think that there's been a huge wave of hatred towards amber heard and love johnny depp go ahead you know i'm all for it but just to hate her largely because of her gender i've seen a lot of male input saying she's a beautiful, conniving woman, women you always use their... You know, I just think that's a totally lame and redundant and abusive argument strand. I really have wanted to say that the whole time. You should judge these people on what they've done and whether their evidence is credible and not on the fact that you fancy one of them or you don't. But the large sway pro-Johnny and anti-Amber for the fact that she looks like she may be manipulative is just bullshit
0: really yeah but i mean the thing is first of all the practical reality here is that johnny depp is a bigger star than amber heard and therefore has more fans so there would be But that's be this bullshit sense, in
1: itself but well, hang
0: on but that, that that will that will create the idea online because there are more people on team johnny than there are on team amber that there is this feeling as you said of of more people supporting johnny depp Whether or not that's the case is irrelevant. The other thing is, is that when the judge gives his ruling, in practical terms, he is going to, I mean, I know I've said it's going to be a bit of a fudge and there'll be a compromise, but in practical terms, he either decides that the son has um, libeled Johnny Depp, that he has not a wife beater, and that calls into question everything Amber Heard has said. Or he decides that the son was factually accurate and that Johnny Depp has been violent towards Amber Heard, and that calls into question everything he has said. It's very difficult to see how the judge can say that they were both telling the truth because they were both saying very different things. Yes. And so at the end of this, it might well be that the judge rules against the son, in which case, people who have said those things about Amber Heard will say, Well, we're right, we, we told you so.
1: I'm going to pick up on something that you said a few sentences ago, saying it's irrelevant. I mean, it may be irrelevant in terms of the verdict, but in terms of domestic violence representations on social media... I don't think people should go down a route of saying she is female, therefore he is the abuser. And neither should they go down the route of saying he is male and we are fans and so she is the abuser. I think it's very relevant because I think the portrayal of domestic violence on social media has been the biggest thing to come out of this. And I think it will certainly affect future Trials, trials by media—certainly, as a lot of fans have been accusing this trial of being—I think it's very important in terms of a social voice.
0: But I'm not—you see—I'm not convinced that um, I'm hearing people say that she is female, therefore she must be manipulative. I think people are saying, um, "I've listened to what she said, I've assessed what she said, I've looked at the videos and so on," and my view is that she is manipulative. The fact that she is female—that's a good almost point. Irrelevant
1: that's a good point but I do think that that has an echo in the sense that people are just taking you know they're using horrible stills of her they are saying things about her sexuality you know I think it just gets really mean on Twitter but then we've talked about that with Nick Wallace haven't we that Twitter is a double-edged sword and a sort of friendly beast at the same time as biting you in the arse at the same time (laughs) um either way I think that's a wrap when it comes to okay. those two, and we'll certainly give you a lead-up when it comes to verdict time.
0: Absolutely, yes. We're definitely going to look at this case again back um, in October, whenever the judge gives his ruling. We'll certainly be, be all across that, like the cheapest of cheap suits.
1: Moving on to Ghislaine.
0: You can say and, that, right. I um, don't want
1: to. And recent emergence of the fact that Jeffrey Epstein allegedly tried to gather incriminating material against Prince Andrew.
0: Yes, I mean, so this is um, information that's basically come out through court papers that have been released by a court in New York. No... um actual case with people giving evidence has started yet. But we've got this situation where uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, I, I like to call her Ghislaine Maxwell, I know you say she's Ghislaine Maxwell. It does give me a small um, these chuckle. Papers, these papers were part of a, a civil court action. They, they were part of prior litigation and a battle between Jeffrey Epstein and and Ghislaine maxwell who had been his girlfriend and uh, a young woman who at the time was referred to as jane doe 3 which is kind of the american shorthand for anonymous person 3 but who we now know to be virginia Roberts joffre uh, or now her name is spelled G-I-U-F-F-R-E. Um, i don't know if it's guffra or jeffrey and it seems a certain irony that it sounds actually very similar to jeffrey um, but I quite she... like
1: saying it I quite like saying what I think it is. Sit there, type it out. G I U Double F R E
0: Geoffrey. I love the Americans. But the Americans just say everything exactly as it's written. Jeffrey is what they'd say, I think. Jeffrey.
1: Jeffrey.
0: It's like yeah you know, when I go to America, I, my name is, is it's A N D O, it's Ando. It's really simple. But every time I go to America, it's like an American Airport. Is he um rental car from Mr. Ando. they they can never just <laughs> Pronounce it how how you think is the simplest way. They always seem to find it torturous. We know what we're going to call
1: you to from things. now on,
0: Mr. Arndt. Sounds
1: yeah, so, like Underarm. So, so these this um,
0: this these, this information is in court documents released in New York, and it says various things. First of all, it claims that Jeffrey Epstein trafficked this girl, Jane Doe Three, Virginia Roberts giffray and two other girls, Jane Doe One and Jane Doe Two to powerful people, to ingratiate himself with them for business, personal, political and financial gain. And also, and this is, I think, the new bit, as well as uh, to obtain blackmail information, because what um, Virginia Roberts-Gyffray is saying is that um, she was instructed to sleep with Prince Andrew and afterwards she was uh, supposed to um, give information about that to um, Jeffrey Epstein, and that he would keep that, and then presumably use it in the future if he needed to um for what like some dish kind the dirt blackmail yeah, exactly as you know I know what <laughs> not
1: happened. like he liked to wear <clears throat> his crown i
0: mean, I mean the, the the wording of the document is that she was instructed to give Prince Andrew whatever he demanded and then report back to Jeffrey Epstein on the details of any sexual abuse. <laughs> And that 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 would give him blackmail information. Now these papers were released after a judge rejected an attempt by Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyers to keep them secret. And I should say that um, uh, Prince Andrew's people have rejected these. They said that um, there is uh, an allegation; these allegations uh, have, have have no proof, and they said they should be treated with extreme caution. And there is also a claim in the papers that. Prince Andrew tried to lobby uh, the US on behalf of Jeffrey Epstein to help secure a favourable plea arrangement um, for a previous indictment, obviously long before he killed himself. And again, on this one, the um, representatives of Prince Andrew say this allegation is completely untrue, no ifs, no buts, they completely deny it. But this all goes back to sort of 1999, 2002, so it goes back quite a while, these allegations. Um, and they've, but they've only just come out. But of course, you know, Epstein killed himself last summer while awaiting trial. The proceedings now are against Ghislaine Maxwell in the United States. Who actually Tuesday.
1: must be having a... I was just thinking, imagine what it must be like to go from... I'm empathising with a multi-millionaire... Um, and thinking, imagine, <laughs> no, imagine though you can do whatever you like. You're living the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard lifestyle, if you like, and then you're in the slammer with people calling you what they must be calling her.
0: I think that's exactly the core of this, though. This is, this is, you've said it there. These are people who thought they could do whatever they like, and there is this whole. I mean, the whole me too thing goes goes the same way as well. You had you have people who reach um extreme wealth extreme power who then genuinely believe that all the people around them are just simply there to do their bidding to service their needs and they they de- become delusional they be- their their entire world view becomes distorted purely because they are often surrounded by people who will do literally anything for them because they are so wealthy and so powerful
1: well it's and just it- as well i'm delusional and poor <laughs>
0: Are yeah. you delusional and poor?
1: Well, otherwise I might be dangerous and you'd have to cart me away.
0: <laughs> They're coming to take her away?
1: You'd, you'd have to hear about my all my dirty deeds in court.
0: Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they would be as well. That's why no one's interested <laughs> in taking me poor. to court. That's yeah. why
0: you're poor.
1: No one wants to take people who are poor to court.
0: <laughs> no. Well, what, because they, there's nothing to win.
1: <laughs> nothing to win. There's a title.
0: <laughs> the title, well, the shittest quiz show ever. This week there is literally uh, nothing to win.
1: It's the quiz without a quiz. <laughs> well, or
0: okay, the show without a show.
1: The other, thing, the other thing I wanted to say about this was that when you so rudely didn't hear me because you're just that <laughs> little bit elderly, um,
0: <laughs> deaf as a post.
1: You're a touch elderly, a touch of the zimmer to you. When you said that she could dish the dirt, I said, and listeners will know this because they can hear me, that, you know, those kind of details, like he liked to wear his crown.
0: (laughs) Where'd that come from?
1: I made it up.
0: (laughs) He liked, he hasn't got a crown, he's not a king.
1: Well, doesn't his dad not squeeze his own toothpaste onto his toothbrush?
0: Oh, that was an allegation in one of the things for back in um, the Diana days, wasn't it, where the the Prince Charles had somebody who used to squeeze his toothbrush onto his toothpaste, his toothpaste onto his toothbrush.
1: That would be quite an amazing feat, squeezing the toothbrush. But there you go. So, you know, balmy, aren't they?
0: A lot of them. I don't know. I mean, talking about my PG Woodhouse stuff, I don't know if, if the butlers in those would squeeze the toothpaste onto the toothbrushes of the of the people that they sort of waited on. I don't know. Is that a normal thing? I have no idea. I, I'm afraid I don't move in those circles.
1: Who's got it best is kids. You know, my daughter doesn't have to do that for herself. I clothe her, I feed her. I do, and literally, she'll sometimes sit there and... Do you remember this with your kids, Ben, that she just <laughs> expects to be fed? She's now four... She just expects to be sort of sitting there in front of a meal that I slaved over. There are about 80,000 pots and pans, so I've done everything just like she likes it. And then she can't even be bothered to lift her fork to her mouth.
0: That's a <laughs> so, lifestyle. So are you saying that being a royal, being a high-end royal where you have your toothpaste squeezed on your toothbrush is a bit like uh, being a toddler?
1: I'm saying exactly that. Allegedly,
0: <laughs> that's it. The, the royal family are a family of toddlers, they. But go.
1: also, like, what kind of a thing? I mean, even fans of of the guys that we've been talking about, <laughs> Prince Andrew fans out there.
0: That's, I think I suspect that's a, a falling number. But go on. <laughs>
1: I think even you will agree that going round and smashing up places and expecting your staff to tidy them up and sort of poopy stuff and all the rest of it is just a shambolic way to live. And I don't mind a bit of a shambles, but when it gets mean and people get their fingers chopped off, that's a bit far.
0: I remember, I'm old enough to remember when Prince Andrew was kind of the darling of the royal family. Back in in 82, when he went to the Falkland Islands and he flew helicopters and he was sort of the dashing royal prince who was in the in the navy and so on and he was really popular and was known by the tabloids of those days as randy andy i suspect that may come back to haunt him
1: well actually it was suggested that we talk about this case in the podcast and the way that it was suggested was you haven't touched on randy andy yet
0: (laughs) i haven't touched randy andy
1: (laughs) i don't think anybody wanted to so it's quite ironic that he's kind of being levered into this case now
0: I suppose the big question now is, is he going to have to go to America at some point to give evidence in one of these various uh, proceedings?
1: I think that the point is that he hasn't gone yet, so we'll see what happens.
0: When the court proceedings start, we'll see if he's called and if he has to attend.
1: Just quickly, before we go, mm. what did you think of the Newsnight Emily Maitlis interview? With... I can't not say Randy Andy, it's brilliant. <laughs>
0: I, don't even know. I think we can With thank the, Duke the son of for that York. one, Is he still we? the Duke of York? Did he renounce some of his titles? I don't know. Um,
1: They've made him the very old, grand well, old Duke of York.
0: I think he fell into the trap, as many do, of thinking he was cleverer than he is. And I think he came across poorly. In the eyes of most people who watched it will have seemed evasive and will have seemed unconvincing. That is my view my honestly held view. Having said that, I've got to be honest, I didn't watch the whole thing.
1: I watched enough of it to make a judgment. I think for body language specialists, such as the likes of from Nelson Mandela's interpreter (laughs) interview, then I think that they might've picked up on a few too many eyebrows raised eye rolls from Andy and protesting about pizza express visits. (laughs)
0: oh yeah and the fact that he doesn't sweat
1: oh yeah sweating not enough sweating sweating enough (laughs) oh god can you imagine being one of those poor girls forced to dance around a disco 1980s tramp with him (laughs) tramp is a disco isn't it
0: it was a disco yes i don't think it's i remember
1: i nearly went there on a few occasions i could have been rubbing non-sweaty shoulders with sweaty he appeared quite sweaty in the photos that i saw of him (laughs)
0: <laughs> Maybe those were the days when he could still sweat
1: oh, Why wasn't he sweating? What was wrong with him?
0: Doesn't he have some kind of medical condition? Wasn't that what he said? I can't remember
1: Delightful, let's see what happens there shall we?
0: Watch this space Indeed. we'll watch this space So and of course coming up we've got more of Detective Chief Inspector Colin Sutton
1: A.K.A. Manhunter
0: He is the Manhunter And he's he hunted men
1: well, that was the title. You probably don't know, Ben, but it was the title of our last episode.
0: <laughs> oh, OK. So we're going to have more. from. The- what are we going to call that the That shows next you episode?
1: how much Ben Ando has to do
0: with any of this production. I-, I told you I've been on holiday. It's been great. I haven't had to listen to anything.
1: You didn't actually tell me you'd been on holiday until I tried to arrange <laughs> recording with
0: you. So, <laughs> no, away, we didn't yeah. know. No one knew except you. So what are we you. going to call the next one? Manhunter 2 The Night Stalker?
1: Well, what I love is the fact that the Martin Clunes played him in a drama because of the fantastic work that he did, snaring yeah. all these dangerous people. Um, so there's been some great feedback about that, and you will have that next week. Um, and my thank yous, are you ready? There are a few, a few fewer thank yous this week, just because I haven't been so interactive on social media for a second week running. Shame on me. But um, some people have been nice to us, haven't they, Ben? Have you got anyone oh, they to have. say?
0: Um, yeah, lots and lots of people, too many Sorry, to mention. Sorry, you have been on holiday, to, so might you thanks, not know? Lots and lots of people, too many to mention, but thanks to all who've engaged with us and just... I mean, what I would really like, actually, is the people... And in fact, you've you mentioned this as well, Victoria, is there's been quite a few people who have been... I don't know, coming to us because of the Johnny Depp stuff, but then saying, oh, I like the rest of the stuff as well. It's quite good, which is, which is very nice to hear. Really-
1: I know. I do actually really... I mean, I like Johnny Depp fans. I think you lot are really funny, and you're there for a reason, because he's quite funny as well. So, um, yeah, thank you for staying and saying that you're coming back. And the people who always show support to us, Lady Justice podcast, you're doing a really exciting series. I saw a little trailer for that. And, Ben, you're going to cry when you find out that Chantel has uh, made a better trailer than we did.
0: <laughs> well, at least it couldn't be any worse.
1: No, I think, I mean, our selling point with that was uh, that it was quite <laughs> silly, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> is this the through wandering the through the woods it is and actually the wandering through the woods has captured people's imagination and that was exactly what it was designed to do we weren't doing it to be technically advanced, anyway <laughs> carry shall I carry on with the thank yous, Reverie True Crime podcast, thank you for your support as usual and um, I did do some shouts, I don't know if you guys saw them, did I say Malice Malice is, is supportive in her podcast and Reverie and Lady Justice I think I'd recommend them on a level with us as a crime podcast. But what did you say, Ben? We were talking about our podcast and you called it something unique or something between the lines or something along those lines.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. Now you've got me. I can't remember.
1: Just go back to what you were the point you were trying to make, because I think that's quite interesting. Oh, we're, the,
0: we're the original and best. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, it's just well. I mean, I, I suppose our, our podcast is the point of us. It, we're a bit different, and then we we don't. It's not just a sort of a dry account of things that happen. We're we're talking about stuff. Going with we sort of I'm looking in sort of the the margins of my notebook about little things that I jotted down at the time, and those are the things we're kind of talking about. Because obviously, a lot of what we talk about is all over the internet anyway. But there's, it, it's the little details. It's the stuff that aren't always reported that can sometimes provide the, the real interest or the real clue. Or just something a bit different, you know, when you look back at some of these cases.
1: I think what you're trying to say is we were trying to account for all these blowing
0: listeners that we have. Oh, that's what I was trying to say, is it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and we couldn't work it out. And then we thought, well, why? Because in lockdown, other people were getting fewer listeners and we choose that time to start out. And here we are four weeks later, desperately trying not to get a sponsor, but being forced through monetary reasons as everybody listening to this who's freelance or is on some kind of messy furlough which might end up in redundancy as you know that none of us all of us have got bills to pay so rate review and subscribe to stop us from boring you with adverts every time you say
0: that i hear it as rape review and subscribe (laughs) i I I
1: know i think a few of our other listeners if they think like me might be thinking that too (laughs) Unfortunately, true crime fans, as you know, start to think like that and everything turns into some kind of potential crime scene.
0: Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Once you get down this this dark road... And
1: talking about dark road, um, I just want to mention a couple of people who are on this dark path with us in this little nook, stuck in our little nook. Bigfoot for breakfast... Big Bear, we love you. Thank you very much. That was really lovely stuff to say. And everyone else who's come on board, we love you too. And we've got uh, really loads more nonsense for you next week.
0: We certainly have. So that's it from us, is it?
1: I think so. Uh, Yeah, email. You didn't let me finish. Podcast at gmail.com. and Twitter, I, I,
0: of we course.
1: love you talk. Yeah, we love you talking to our Twitter and keep talking to our Twitter. That's fine, but um, we can't always kind of consolidate them because by the time we get around to the podcast, there are eighty four thousand other f- 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 follow
0: <laughs> messages in between.
1: At YDLMF.
0: At YDLMF podcast.
1: Yeah, um, so that's us for a week.
0: Excellent. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye.